This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast, and we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie. Eric Siska, what is that movie? Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) It is The Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy at the White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Hey, gang, We Hate Movies tour update for this Austin show we got coming up in March. Steve Sadak, what's the latest? There is a new show added, a 4.30 show, an early early show with Ian Carmel of All Fantasy Everything, a great friend of the show where, you know what, Eric, what what happened? Well, we were on that show recently. It's a great podcast, and you should check it out. Yeah, uh, he's going to have John Gabris and Jeffrey James. Uh, It's going to be an amazing 4.30 show. The cool thing about that 4.30 show, gang, is if you buy V, VIP tickets to our show uh, with Black Men Can't Jump, who are amazing, you will get free uh, admission to that show as well. Look so at that. that. That's no. kind of a two-for-one deal. And you're going to get some like cool knickknacks, a WHM knickknack don't, for don't, sure. Don't don't let it out of the bag. I'm just saying I'm just saying. Don't, don't. Don't. And we're going to say what the knickknack is. We're just going to say that if you get this VIP package. Mm-hmm. No. Um, and that's, uh, we want to read this, though, because I think this is, a, this is a valuable thing here. You get early access seating to the show. That's right. You're not sitting behind some pig. Yeah, that's right. Well, well the pigs will be on stage <laughs> with pigs inside of us because get ready for well, this fucking well, they barbecue. They have to be somewhere before they get cooked. <laughs> uh, free admission to the 430 show, like Steve said. Uh, you get this totally fucking rad limited edition head gum poster, by the way. It's got a Russian circus bear on it. I'm in love with it. Yeah, I'm going to hang this in my house. And there's more stuff. There's literally there's a thing here that says TBA. Yeah, so that's going to be exciting. And then also you should also stick around and buy separate tickets to the 9 p.m. show, which is Jake and Amir, If I Were You, and Twin Ovation. Totally. Uh, so this, yeah, it's like, you know, it's going to be a big head gum family reunion party 
takeover yeah, of Austin, Texas. I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to get Texas drunk the night before and the night of. Oh, wow. You better believe it. We'll after s- the show, after the we'll show. We'll see <laughs> how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, 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 be no. You know what? Come to the show to check on Steve. <laughs> That's You know what? If you want to know whether or not Steve Sadak lives through our first night in Austin, come to our second night in Austin at the North yeah. Door. Now, here's how you get tickets. Again, go to headgum.com, click on the live tab, and they have the links to the ticketing right there. This is our debut in Austin, Texas, and we want you guys in the vicinity in Austin to be a part of it. I wish we knew what movie we were doing. I wish we could Oh, we that do. Out. Oh, oh my God. We're doing Maximum Overdrive. Oh. Stephen King's One Maximum of the Art. longest running stay tunes, I think, in the history of this show. Vroom, vroom, clickety-clack. So you're going you're gonna to want to get to this show in Austin, Texas, because, by the way, this might be the first and last time we're ever in Texas. We, we don't know that, but it might yeah. be. No, it might I mean, be. Like, I'm just saying. It the, might <clears throat> sink into the sea before the end of all this, <laughs> well, honestly. You, you never know when the world's going to end. That's true. <laughs> so one of us could get fucking Jack Rubied. I mean, I don't know. Don't Let's say. build a wall around everything. <laughs> Every state should have its own wall. There you go. We're going to have like its own, you know, the Articles of Confederation, and it's coming all back around. <laughs> I watched a documentary called Judge Dredd. We're going to call that Mega City 2 now. <laughs> uh, actually, it's. Uh, Texas City, I think. I think <laughs> oh, it was, yeah, it, it was it Texas New Texas. City. It's Mega City One is the Eastern Seaboard. <laughs> Mega City Two is the West Coast, and then you have Texas City. <laughs> so headgum.com, <laughs> click on that live tab. We are invading Austin, March the tenth. It's a fucking down and dirty Saturday night. Now on today's program, uh, a little Valentine's Day treat. It's Nora Ephron's You've Got Mail. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. everyone welcome to we hate movies thank you for tuning in as always happy valentine's week or whatever the fuck uh whatever people work <laughs> listen we come out on tuesdays valentine's day is on a wednesday sure so you know i just want to make it clear like we're not celebrating like a week's worth of valentine's no. here whether you worship chocolates or roses oh, or I cupids certainly worship chocolate <laughs> Uh, the film is from 1998, directed by the late, great Nora Ephron. Uh, this is the one that's a remake of uh, The Shop Around the Corner, starring James Stewart. <laughs> right. Lubitsch, man. And in yep. that movie, yeah. he's like trying to pick up chicks with Morse code, right? <laughs> he's like sitting at the Morse code machine, right? There's some hotties on the wire. Not the web yet, Chris. <laughs> yeah. There's no World Wide Web yet. He's doing the Morse code. Oh, I, th- I thought he was like using messenger dinosaurs, like in the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. Come here, pterodactyl. Send this lady a message. This stone tablet. Yeah, we saw there was um, an adaptation of Shop Around the Corner on Broadway. There was a musical a couple years ago we went to. And this was the only time I'll ever say this. The dude, Zachary Levi. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. uh, 
who I find intolerable on that show. I am more like up, Chuck. Uh, yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs> was uh, was pretty good at this musical. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. It was originally a play. It's uh, originally a play. So. Wait, now I'm getting some. I'm being handed some information that they oh, were shit. actually pen pals in that. That 1940. Yes, movie. That's right. Yeah. They yeah. weren't using Morse code correction in from the news office. Yeah, no, I think you're just thinking of some old like James Stewart, like war movie. Yeah. Oh wait, holy watch. shit! Wait, one second, I'm handed something else from the news office that we have a Patreon episode on Man of Steel. <laughs> yes. Well, that was so weird of the news office to just interrupt can the believe, episode. Can you believe that? Well, I just want to let people know that <laughs> oh. at the $5 level, oh, you what? can get a full We Hate Movies episode on Man of Steel and Bright. I should have seen the the wording plug notice on the on the envelope when it was handed. Well, wait, handed another document, patreon.com slash we hate movies. If it's plugged notice, that goes directly to me and don't open it. Okay. <laughs> that goes directly to me and do not open do, it. Do you want to talk about No, that? no. Okay. Just, okay. So in this film, we bring things into the modern era. We're going to talk about everything from ASL, you know, all these yes. yeah. to, to, to straight on dirty ass cyber sex. That's that's what I don't understand. How do they not make the move to cyber sex? In this they movie? totally did, man. I'm telling Deleted you. Deleted scenes? It's, yeah, they have the, to. The seedy underbelly of You've Got Mail. <laughs> they, they met in a chat room. Dude, yeah, exactly. Don't tell me they're not cybering. Exactly. Please don't tell me this. It was the late 90s. We were all cybering then, all right? So much he's, cybering. He's, he's sending her isky art of what his dick looks like. Remember isky art or whatever? Uh, yeah, Am I, I saying it wrong? This is. Or a- I I ASCII ASCII the Hungarian what is that No it's um it's it's it was like a ter- a term that I'm not using correctly or saying okay. right that it's like uh, you you make a picture out of stuff on the keyboard it's like a pre-emoji kind exactly. of exactly oh, but yeah. it's also like something you could use to bomb the chat room remember, remember yes. those jerks that would bomb the chat room yep. i definitely amazing. do those people should have been put to death with real bombs <laughs> yes. by the way just so chris is fully aware yes eight plus sign plus oh no equals okay i'm starting again okay eight equal 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 uh capital d oh the penis there you go that's, okay that's, that's what that, he's talking about okay the penis but it's, they would have these intricate ones where it'd be like a fat guy yeah. <laughs> and then his cock was hanging out exactly. like they got really complicated with these things well on twitter they have those nows with like the in this house we oh do yeah such we're doing the exactly. same yeah, yeah that's the same shit yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, they kind of bombed the twitter chat room a little bit with that to be quite honest yeah. it's taken <laughs> up a lot of my space <laughs> i'm going on the chat room mother <laughs> so yes we open with uh and it's it, it does take me back because i'm of a certain age uh the log on screen from aol oh, oh, oh boy man. it and just that, hits you and that that phone modem ooh, baby all of the uh endless and pointless conversations i had about episodes of the x-files i mean what, <laughs> what we should have started this episode our episode with was with that door open noise oh when right dude when That's a new when, buddy when one of your buddies logged he's on he's coming man <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> and <laughs> it was always fucked up though because it was like all right i hope this is someone i like mm-hmm. yep. it's like oh man because like i think when they and they initially came out with it. They didn't have like muting, or, yes. you know, hiding or whatever. But you could do if you're real thirsty, as the kids might say. Now, because I want to like bring the kids in because they right. don't know what yeah. we're talking about. Okay, right. so yeah. this is like when you like uh, you're flirting on Instagram and then you start sending dick pics. This is the the or, or, they well, you're setting a thirst trap. You could send yes. an alert. 
set an alert for yourself when that person logs on because it's what? oh shit, yes. stop everything. Yes, Shoddy Shop girl has line logged on. Shop girl. <laughs> That's the weird thing about this movie though. So they're only doing email, and at one point, like Hanks moves to IM, and it's like a big move, and I'm like. Why aren't they I am in each they other? Were, the they point. met in a chat room. It's the same thing. Well, maybe they're not online at the same time. Yeah, I see. Because oh. yeah, there's a lot of like late oh. night just up crying on your huge laptop. <laughs> well, yeah, she says that they met when she was drunk, yeah. like on her birthday. Well, yeah, that's was, when you get drunk. Mm-hmm. And, and then, other days. And then it was just a clean talk at She was going to send them a really, really, really low-res picture of her half of her breasts. Yeah, thirst trap. <laughs> so uh, we open up. Um, oh, I have to point out a couple things about this opening, by the way. So the Warner Brothers logo. Oh. You better believe that turns uh. into a fucked up low-res image. Well, it's on like a weird desktop, like we're making yes. the movie mm-hmm. on our and then it pans back, and fucking Neo is sitting there at work. <laughs> Can't believe I bootlegged this. <laughs> this movie is terrible. Morpheus, are you shop girl? <laughs> com- no, that's me, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Neo, they're coming for you. The FBI is here. What if I told you that we could talk about our penises and vaginas <laughs> on the internet? <laughs> I'd say sign me up. <laughs> Username Thirst Trap. <laughs> oh, but then so when it comes when the title card comes up, yeah. this is what was weird. And I was like, did I accidentally <laughs> rent some like fan edit parody? Like you know those fake yeah, trailers yeah, yeah. are like mm-hmm. you could easily edit this into like a fucking creep fest thing. Yeah. Cause did you notice it just the screen goes to black and then in blood red text <laughs> it just says you've got mail. I was like, that's from like copycat. It was the same font. Yeah, it was really weird. But you know what that bring this all together kind of Warner Brothers wanted to be in the internet business because they did come out with the Matrix the next year. So like some fucking the head of Warner Brothers came in and threw a fucking piece of threw a whole script at Nora Ephron. I was like, make it about the fucking internet. We're only about the internet now. They are only about the internet. Now, because the website for this movie from 1998 is still online. I was oh, on it today. Yeah. Space Jam's got a beat, dude. Yeah, that's true. But you could read all their emails from the movie in in this website. Oh, that's pretty so cool. So you can like, hack their but her emails, yes, but exactly. shop girl's emails. So <laughs> the way shop girl handled that, cl- that classified info from <laughs> NY. One five two was irresponsible. So yeah, uh, uh, Meg Ryan is shop girl, and which uh, makes sense. She's yeah, a woman yeah. who owns a bookstore. And then uh, Tom Hanks is NY one five two because he's the hundred fifty second person in New York to get the internet. Like, that's how that worked. He was actually he was one five two. It's kind of surprising that he got that. It is because he lives at one five two Riverside Drive, which is uh, ridiculous. Which is like, oh, my screen name. Oh yeah, it's my my address. Yeah, no bad move. One five two Riverside Drive. Apartment B5 <laughs> at AOL.com. <laughs> Key under the doormat at AOL.com. Is anyone chat rooms and just says murder me over and over again? <laughs> Here's a question, really quickly, because I have a definitive answer for this. Is anyone's, uh, are anyone's parents still using AOL? No. 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 We got, we got some Yahoos. My, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think I've got a hotmail on my hands. <laughs> my father is still using an America Online email address. What in the I world? I can't even fucking tell you. So wait, is he still dialing in? No, you can't dial in anymore. What are you, crazy? I, I don't know. You might I'm be sure able you to. Can dial no, in. it's a weird... Their interface is like 
you log in. It's basically just like a web interface. Like yeah. you log into okay. AOL through a web browser. I was wondering if you're still oh. using the disks. You got the. I got all these minutes. I gotta use. Dude, we had those minutes. I mean, we had minutes for days. Mm-hmm. Minutes for days. We'd throw them at each other. Of course. Um, yeah. As long as he's not binging, I think it's fine. I, I do think. Oh no, my father does not bing. Before we get into the meat of the film, I do think that this is a particular episode where we Ooh. should call out. Eric's favorite catchphrase, which is... That is, it's okay to like a movie. It absolutely is. And some of us in this room might like this movie. I don't even know. You never know. know. You know what? Stick around to the end and find out. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we open yeah, we up... We know, uh, you crotchety fuck. Uh-huh. We're, uh, uh, we're, we're sending each other emails, and we're like, kind of, New York is waking up, because this movie uh. is grand in scope. Oh, it it is, man. And you know, I am a sucker for a good New York waking up montage. Sure. I love this town, man. The other day I fucking stepped in shit and I was like, <laughs> I still love New York. It was horse shit near oh, Central really? Park. Oh. Couldn't even believe it. But I those like, horses should be free. Did you yell De Blasio, you son of a bitch? You I wrote, said I, no more. I just screamed, Fuck you, Liam Neeson! <laughs> But I like New York movies that more reflect like my experience in the city, much like Panic Room. <laughs> <laughs> Not this, where it's just fucking two pretty rich pe- well, one pretty rich person and another fucking wealthy as fuck, like Coke brother level. Yeah, I mean... I, I agree with Chris. I mean, the New York movies that warm my heart are like Good Time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's true. That, that's actually, like, I just I'm watched... Like, do um, I know that guy? <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that, that fucking dude like at the end of Good Time yes. like, falls out the window. I was like, I think I've seen that dude at my old bodega. The yeah, exactly. or, like the, or the big fat guy that comes and like invisibly makes the gun motion because he's going to get a gun. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I totally bought weed from that dude. Uh, here's one that I, I just saw today, the new fucking Lynn Ramsey movie with Joaquin Phoenix. You were never really uh, here. Yeah, I think it's yeah. called, first of all, great movie. Second of all, and it's every- a sequel to I'm not here. I'm <laughs> not here or there. No, what, what was I'm that doc here. he did? What he did? I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Right. Uh, I wish it was. Well, he's got a similar haircut and beard actually, but we'll all appreciate this in this room. A uh, large portion of that movie filmed on location in Astoria. Wow. Astoria, yes. Queens. Yeah. Where this all began. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I kind of agree with the other guys. Like, I'm, I, there's like, these are doormen rich New York, which I don't really have an I've affinity I've never, towards. like, even had an interaction with a doorman. Like, no, there are people to be ignored. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, I know what you mean. You've never yes. walked into a building with yes. a doorman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I visited someone once, but it wasn't like a thing. It's just like, it's such an alien concept to me. It's very weird. At. Office yeah. building or residential. When someone's at a desk, I yes. start freaking out. Yeah, it's a little bit, yeah. I uh, So th- this movie is, uh, uh, Meg Ryan owns the shop around the corner, which is a nod to the movie. What? The shop <laughs> around the corner. Holy shit, I almost fucking shit my pants. And um uh speaking Ow. of quaint technology, this uh the 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 panic we had is the big box bookstore, which is like a Barnes and Noble, which Ooh. did eat up a lot of bookstores in its own day. Fox Books. Fox Books. Rupert own- Murdoch's tentacle arms. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a reference to the Fox and the Hound, which this is also a What's remake. That? Of. No, those people have never read books who oh, own okay. these chains, dude. They're not they're not well read enough for clever gags like that. Oh darn. The family name is Fox. He's Joe fucking Fox. Joe Fox. Now what is the fox and the hound is that the one where like the frog wears a f- fancy it's driver's a Disney outfit? movie. What is everybody talking about? Uh, I have no idea. What are you talking, <laughs> dude? You're talking about the wind in the willows. <laughs> 
Are you fucking kidding me? Well, There's a frog in a, in a hat. And it's not a See, fucking frog. Oh, it's a man, toad. The man's what, name is Mr. What's, toad. What's the one with the great mouse that's also a detective? <laughs> <laughs> The I title is the thing. Wait, the wind in the willows. I'm supposed to remember no, that but from the, a toad. But where would a frog and a hat fit into a fox or a hound? I thought maybe he was the chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> right, right this way, Mister Fox. In in uh, defense of Eric, there is that Frog 007 movie oh, where right, he does yes. wear a cap. Thank I do you. actually. Now I'm thinking, what if this was better movie it's lucius fox's book company yes, yes. and it's morgan freeman yep. is the yeah. dabney coleman role you get you get your dave Chappelle. get him make him the, the 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 sexy guy that would be something that would be something i'd watch that movie Although certainly if- by the way dave Chappelle in this movie looks so much better than tom hanks with his doughy rectangle head <laughs> what is that <laughs> i'll tell you what i think this is the last movie where tom hanks kind of looks like young tom, tom yes, hanks yes. he's pushing it it's you can see the doughification happening, yeah. of course, but compared to now, man, he still has that long face, and the hair is still just a titch on the fro side. Yeah, the yeah. eraser and, head. Yeah, he's got the he's got the jack net. Give me the jack nets, <laughs> said Tom Hanks Wait, to the barber. Is that being beaten to death in a donut shop? <laughs> Wait, is oh. that how he went? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's sad. It was, was there was something fantastic. about a prostitute also. It was oh, that real. man led a hard life. Oh, Jack Nance died as he lived, man. Rocking and rolling, fucking and sucking till the sun came up. Wrapped in plastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, the city wakes up and so do we. And uh, <laughs> we're, we, we get this kind of very flirtatious... Where, where you know you're the best part of my day, kind of a thing. Hell They're right. having what we call an emotional affair, right. which is a a, which, which Beverly Hills 902 and I will tell you is the most dangerous kind of affair. Oh. Yes. Why is that, Steve? Because of, you know, because <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it's more than just talking about your penises and vaginas. Exactly. Oh, I see. Well, because they're like getting involved, but not yes. getting involved. Because mm. and then the difference is, by the way, this isn't like when fucking scuzzy people like. Uh, like cheat on their wives on you know via Facebook or something. Sure, no. they don't know who each other is. Yeah, they don't, they don't have pictures because right. we, we, technology wasn't there yet. Oh, no. but, but also when... she doesn't want it. No, she, she she's very specific about right. wanting to keep it the way it is. Mm-hmm. This is back yeah. when everyone was a catfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, man. Eventually, in this movie, he turns to catfishing, and I think he might be this character, Joe Fox, played by the great Tom Hanks, might be cinema's. First cat fisherman. Oh my god! Oh Patient zero. Oh, I thought you were going to say cinema's greatest monster. <laughs> well, that it's too. up there. He yeah. gets pretty creepy. This at is the end. fucked up. This movie, man. It's so him he, in the Red Skull kind of. He's, it's the Upper West Side. She has a very cute little children's bookstore, which is actually uh, based on something called Wonder Books, which still exists down in 14th Street. That's kind of the weird thing. Is like we're talking about. Oh my god, the books. Where are the bookstores going to go? Most of the little independent bookstores actually survived, and now they're kind of coming back. But now it's just Amazon just runs our souls. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're worried about Barnes and Noble because we need like actual jobs in this country as opposed to (laughs) Jeff Bezos's fucking head buffer. (laughs) Head buffer. Yeah, dude, that guy's got a shiny dome, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I was trying to look up which one I wanted to plug and I can't find it here, but. my wife and I were at a fucking amazing bookstore on the Upper West Side, funny enough, a couple mm. a couple weekends back. And I was like, fuck, this is refreshing. 
It was yeah. just so awesome being in. I, w- yes. I mean, I was in the bookstore at the New York Public Library the sure. other day. Sort of the same thing, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Strand still exists down on 14th oh, Street. The yeah. Strand is still around. Yeah, that dude just died the other day. He did. I mean, I think they own that building, so that's going to. Hopefully, they don't sell it because they, they can get a trillion dollars if they sold that building. The thing about the Strand is don't go to the Strand if you know the thing that you want to buy. Yes, exactly. Because good fucking luck. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great browsing thing. Yeah, yeah. You impulse kill some time. purchase. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, if you for some reason have to slum it at that fucking Union Square movie theater that's terrible. Uh, Word bookstore in Jersey City and Brooklyn, by the way. Great little chain there. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, the, the quaint bookstore survived this kind of big big box push. You know what I mean? Because it, it's a different experience, obviously. It is. I mean, but like it ha- a lot of them were Close. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's amazing because like, you know, I'm thinking about there was a huge Barnes and Noble uh, <clears throat> where, like, that Century Twenty One is on the Upper West Side. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's long gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. long gone. The one that is kind of in the area where this movie takes place, where like the Fox Books would sort of be, yeah. is still there. I've used that bathroom plenty of times. Oh sure, man, you can get you can get in trouble in those bathrooms. Wait, what? <laughs> no, it's just it's hold a, on a second. What are you doing in there? It's a gross <laughs> scenario. Like you're always you're tapping toes. <laughs> no, it's were you, just, were you luring? No, because somebody might be sleeping in there. Exactly, someone's <laughs> sleeping. Everything's <laughs> wet. It's not a good scenario. from you. you no. <laughs> Are you sure? So, uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, it's called the Book Culture on Columbus Avenue. On oh, I like that West Side. Oh, yeah, great. So, um, anyway, yeah, this movie we're talking about bookstores like a bunch of nerds. She she runs a small children's bookstore specifically, and uh, the, I don't know the woman who her like number two is, but you know, Clinton's is an office because Steve Zahn is in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the other woman, that um, guy, that guy is the uh, he's the secretary of making me smile. Oh fuck! Look at that. Steve Zahn's got a haircut. Looks just like my little bro. Rob. I thought you were going to say you knew it was the Clinton era because John Randolph is still alive. Well, well, also too. that. Uh, the woman who's the number two at the store played uh, Zach Galifianakis' lady friend on uh, Bored to Death. Oh, okay. She's a very funny uh, actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Edith Bunker is in this film. I'll tell you what. There's a scene in this movie. It's like during the Christmas montage. Uh, they fucking very smartly place her at a piano, man. I kind of got a little emotional. Oh, yeah. Edith, Edith back at fucking tickling the ivories, dude. Did you guys not watch All in the Family? Uh, TV no. Land Classic like, hold in on my a house. Second. Am I fifty-seven years old? <laughs> yes. Then, TV. <laughs> Land. Well, then I did. I know I did. I watched it. Don't get mad at me. Actually, dude, we're you gonna have to don't get mad at me. We're gonna have to wrap this cabinet meeting. All the families on in twenty minutes. Oh fuck! What's Meathead gonna get to do this week? Oh boy. Oh, oh shit! What if we relaunched All the Family and Steve's on was Meathead? Yeah, we could just replace Vietnam with the Gulf War, baby. <laughs> Lewinsky had the stained dress. Oh. Yes, dude, that's how it was. And the star was awfully mad. <laughs> Those were the days. And then a saxophone solo happens. Uh, oh, so this could have happened. This definitely could have happened. Now, this version I'd watch. <laughs> So where are we? New York has woken up for the nineteenth yeah. time. We're really trying to talk about Holy this. Holy fuck! No, I mean, like, so she's got her. She's got her crew. Uh, 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 Tom Hanks is number two. Is actually Dave Chappelle before he started bad mathing trans people, and everybody liked him. Um, 
Uh, I got news for you, buddy. He badmouths trans people, and a lot of people still like him. Yep. Yeah, that's not that's not all right. But I he hasn't seen I, any of them specials. Those uh, bits fucking hit like a third. He's just oh so God. proud of it, too. It's so weird. Shut the fuck up already. Uh, supposedly, though, Kevin, did you see the new ones, though? There's like two I new ones. I saw one, and I heard the trans jokes, and I didn't watch it. No, but that's yeah. from the first two new ones. Yeah, now the there's first two what? new new ones. No, I haven't watched the two new new ones. Because oh, apparently well, he addresses the fuck up or something. I don't uh, know. More, I, could, I couldn't be bothered. Is it the, the Netflix special More Hate to Sell? <laughs> I don't know, but he was kind of funny on the Grammys. It's Explain yeah. the hate. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is back in a, a rosier day for Dave Chappelle. Also, um, by the way, making me almost come to tears during this opening montage, use of the cranberries. Oh, right. Too yes. soon. Too, Too soon, soon, man. I, I was fucking blindsided, dude. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> 1998. Too soon. Um, so, <laughs> so everyone will eventually die. So nothing should ever happen. So uh, I agree with that, actually. Yeah, there you da- go. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks is a little rich boy. He's a Jared Kushner type because yeah. dad owns the company. God, he's such Dabney a piece Coleman, of shit. And then gr- granddad, John Randolph, is there. John and- Randolph, of course, from uh, the original uh, Mr. Costanza. Yes, the original Mr. Costanza, and he's also fucking um, with uh, Clark, Clark Griswold Sr. Yes. yes, he is. Um, and they're yes, like uh, the the father of fail sons, <laughs> they, <laughs> and they true. are well, like they're like jerking off to the this business that they just closed. They're like, oh, oh fucking whatever this that old fucking bookstore just closed. Uh! Oh yeah, totally. He's like, hey, Grandpa, we just closed <laughs> another one. <laughs> You come on, leather. You can close that bookstore. You can close the bookstore the best. Papa Fox, you get the sledge. Oh my God! Yes, yes. It's it's them, and they just Leatherface in the room. It's fucking John Randolph beating a grad student cashier to death with a ball peen hammer. Gets Christmas scene on force. I love capitalism. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So they're, they're, this they're, is the true capitalism of love story. By oh yeah. yeah! Oh my oh, god! Man. So like you know, uh, basically the, the story is he's opening this store. It's more than likely going to close her store. Uh oh, it's a problem. But they're also in love because they're both, by the way, cheating on their very good spouses. Like you've got uh, Meg Ryan is paired with a very fuckable Greg Kinnear. Can oh, we yeah. just quick, quick? Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm not going to counter that. <laughs> a fucking 1998 Greg Kinnear. Where do I? I, I will one up that. Uh, no, what I want to clarify: neither of them are married to these people. That's true. Yeah. Right. Well, you say in spouses. All neither right, so, of them are married. Uh, Partners yeah. or, or boyfriend. Girlfriend. Meg Ryan and Greg Kinnear, the fuckable Greg Kinnear, mm-hmm. do yeah. not even live together. I no, do that's... want to mention I would also fuck Greg Kinnear. <laughs> yeah. This just in from the news. Desk. <laughs> I'm, I'm handed Turns something. Out I'll fuck him. I'm handed something here. It says I will fuck Greg Kinnear. <laughs> But I want to say that it's I, too, it's too late. It did not now. I'll, Back yeah. then. No, I mean, not. hang on a second though. How far could it go? Because fucking, oh. you've got male Greg Kinnear. Sure, are you fucking autofocus, Greg Kinnear? Because Willem Dafoe wanted I gotta to. I got to say, Andrew, that I think 1999 is as good as it gets. <laughs> oh man, I will be outside. <laughs> I'd still do it in autofocus. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Are we going? Well, no one's going to the rake, though, right? Dude. Oh no, that's too far. Yeah, no, and nobody watched that Chris show. Chris Cabin yeah, can uh, Willem Dafoe watch. 
Sure. Or beat him to death with a lamp. <laughs> so uh, I love that movie. That's like my favorite amazing. Paul Schrader movie. Uh, and he's, uh, like you said, he's a uh, uh, writer for The Observer. And we've also got uh, Parker Posey, fucking the, the prime time, knock it out of the park in every role, Parker Posey, which she does in this movie as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, per- she's, she's purchase with- uh, a fellow Purchase alum with us. Right. Wow. Same college. <laughs> hey, just letting hey, people know what purchase means. Hey, you know what? Pretty cool. She, yeah. yeah, she's uh, Tom Hanks's whatever uh, girlfriend and like i mean th- this is the weird thing about romantic comedies it's like if you watched only romantic comedies you would always be cheating on whoever you're with with whatever infatuation you have because that's what romantic comedies tell you to do it's like well, well you're just you're just doing whatever movies tell you to do <laughs> because it's like oh you know the next thing is right around the corner like the, my right. real my true love is this new this new girl that I'm infatuated with like oh yeah I'm, I, I've been committed for this long and then you kind of just keep going on and on yeah and so I don't want I don't want to hold us up on this but can anyone quickly think off the top of their head a rom com in where like the both people are single I'm sure they're there yeah it's always somebody being like oh I'm in the wrong fucking relationship with this asshole and the right. other guy's like hey. What did I do? I guess it's like if you go down to like teen shit, like an uh, she's yes. all that kind yeah. of thing. Like, there's... would you count before sunset as a rom com? No. Ooh. Or, well, wait. So the before, first, I'm sorry, before the first sunrise. One. Yeah, before sunrise. No, not at all. Okay. That's just that's just a classic film. I and mean, it, it's. I think there's it some fits funny that. moments. It's funny and it's romantic. So isn't I always he, just isn't he single and sleepless in Seattle? At least I think she's got. Um, I haven't seen that in a long time. I don't remember. He's Dating someone slightly when they meet. Yeah, uh, fuck that lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the son tells him to do, and he does everything the son tells him to do. So what the fuck? Why so, not? Uh, yeah. So they're they're having this emotional affair, and oh my god, this business is coming in. And like this movie takes this movie has like forty one acts. It's like the it's got it's more acts hours. than the Apostles, man. <laughs> it's fucking two hours, man. I couldn't even believe it. And it's the it's not plot heavy. It's just a lot of scenes it's, of like we're getting to know everybody a little bit. It's a new uh, range I'd like to introduce. It's not longer than Star Wars. Okay. But it is longer than Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) (laughs) A globe-trotting adventure through history versus fucking an online relationship. You know what? You're absolutely right. And that arc It's a chat room, Marion. (laughs) Don't look at it. That arc changes hands a lot in that movie, too. I'll tell you that much. Marion, he wants to cyber. (laughs) Don't look at it. Bad Lock chat. <laughs> yes. bad chat. He rides bad a chat. submarine in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, god great... damn this fucking movie. So yeah, I mean, like uh, the, the, what we do find out uh, the first time they actually meet IRL is there's this weird thing where like um, Dabney Coleman, who's Hanks's dad, who's probably like nine years older than him. Anyway, I didn't do that. No, math. no, actually, yeah, it was. I forget how famously old Dabney Coleman is. I. Daphne Coleman's one of those dudes, and of course now get ready to curse him. But I'm always like, "Fuck, he's still around." Yeah. yeah. So now he just dropped dead the second <laughs> I said that. I, I thought that was going to happen right after Bo- Boardwalk Empire. Oh yeah, dude. Man. Yeah. When he was on Boardwalk Empire, I was like, "Is that? No, it couldn't." <laughs> he got rid of the mustache, though, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He looks so much made, older. That's what made him age. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, plus he was like dying that much with fucking. I don't mm-hmm. even know what. It was like Samson with that hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. You get rid of it, you're fucking with her. Man. Don't look at Daphne Coleman's mustache, Marion. <laughs> you know what my wife pointed out? It was actually a, a note that 
my father-in-law first made about this movie Ooh. is that it's totally weird bullshit that like this massive corporation is also like a family business. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is sort of weird. That's not how they work. Like you would sell it off first. You know what I mean? Like it would, they you probably would have been bought out by something. Mm-hmm. Like Dabney Coleman is not like keeping well, it in the family this Well, yeah, long. it's Fox and Sons, whereas like the Barnes and Nobles families fucking hate each other and they <laughs> yes, want to exactly. fucking kill each other. And the borders don't get even me started. Oh my god. I think the, the bar- borders. <laughs> well, no, the borders got buried in the fucking uh Waldens. In, in All a, the fucking Waldens. In books. A can- this desert by fucking their brother Dominic. <laughs> John Borders was it was like, oh wait, oh no, oh no. And I was always a fucking Borders dude, man. Oh yeah, no. man. Fucking Barnes and Noble, no thanks. So um they meet IRL because Dabney Coleman is marrying some other woman, which is a totally useless plot point uh, The uh hooker from American Psycho. Yes, you're totally right. That's oh my a, god. I needed to place this woman. Uh Whew. and but he has like two younger kids, and it's like this weird thing where like you know he's obviously so old, so like there it's like Tom Hanks's aunt is like eleven years old, and then somebody at Warner Brothers is like, "Oh, this is a great script, uh, Nora. This is fantastic. Does he ever? Does Tom ever talk to a floppy-haired uh, little boy? Yeah, go rewrite it. Yeah, go rewrite it. Write that. Write me in a fucking brown-haired, floppy-haired little kid. Let, let me ask you. So I'm, I'm, you know, I I have a headache now, but um. Have you seen Sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> Do you know what he does for the entire movie? <laughs> he talks to a kid. No, no, floppy hair. What did I just say? Flop. No, get this buzz cut out of my office. There's somewhere around here, um, you know, where Tom Hanks, after a day of celebrating crushing a family business, uh, such as the shop around the corner, um, is sitting at home. And I've never done this. He's sitting at the counter. Mm-hmm. Reading a book while chugging a Heineken? <laughs> yeah. You've never done that? No. Well, Heineken 1 <laughs> is one of the worst beers of all time. But 2, yeah, I don't I'm not a big like I'm drinking and reading. Well, Steve oh, I'll, I'll is. A, yeah, actually, you, I know cuz you you're like text me you're like I'm at a bar reading a book and I'm like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Exactly. That's why I don't do it. So I don't get a Jesus. (laughs) Just nothing wrong. First of all, I'm not like just texting you asking for help. It's usually like, hey man, they're playing a cool song, or hey man. Oh fuck! I really hope Eric's not busy. (laughs) I need help. You know what? Click, click like if you read and drink at the same time. I'm usually kind of jealous because it's. it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. I just don't. Uh, here's well, my, my thing: is he's standing at a counter while doing it, which is that's, incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true. My whole thing is like I'm just so easily distracted when it comes yeah. to reading that mm-hmm. like I can't do that in public. And I'm so easily distracted when it comes to drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that? My eighth beer, you say? <laughs> so, but no. So they, they, uh, he's like taking around his his uncle and his aunt, who are both like ten and four. 10 years old or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they go to the shop around the corner and they, they drag him in. He kind of knows that he's putting them out of business. He feels, yeah, a he little, knows the score. He feels a little bit bad, but he's also like, oh, I'm curious. Like, who am I crushing today? So he goes inside. He wants to see the white of the eyes of the yeah. enemy. <laughs> and he starts like giving Steve Zahn shit about an ancient book. Like he's like, he's like, Hey, take that book out. And Steve's like, yeah, man, sure. And he takes it out and he's yeah. like, 
how much does this cost? And he's like, well, it's a first edition. So I was like, $300. $300? My what? God, how are you going to turn a profit? Yeah, it's <laughs> illustrated. Like, he's like, these are like hand-drawn illustrations yeah, from this famous artist. Uh, he's the, like, oh, okay. The, the artist uh, who did these illustrations uh, is a very well-respected artist. He... Um, he killed a baby, <laughs> drained the blood out of its body, and used that blood to help make the ink the that book, made those drawings. The book is bound in human flesh <laughs> and written in blood. It's oh signed by Bruce Campbell. <laughs> then Dan Aykroyd comes out, yeah, raise a cult books, what do you want? Let me tell you something. Barnes & Noble fucking slaughtered raise a cult books. Are you kidding me? Oh, absolutely. That's, that fucking St. Mark's uh, real estate. Uh, that should have been Ghostbusters 3. <laughs> I don't believe that, actually, because I don't. I think fucking raise a cult will take a couple books Barnes & Noble says no to. <laughs> oh, yeah. A couple of ones on a blacklist you've got gozer <laughs> all right yeah over there you got uh you got uh human sacrifice over there you got uh child <laughs> pornography what? back to the left and in the uh in the back room that's just all manifestos <laughs> oh, yeah dude the manifestos section takes up the majority of that bookstore no we do not have the turner diaries what does this look like walmart <laughs> <laughs> We Milk do, toast. We do have an entire shelf dedicated to Ruby Ridge, though. <laughs> no. We also got uh, a couple of paperbacks because Charlotte's Web left. <laughs> it's a, that'll haunt you. So, uh, but no, he takes them in. He's giving this person shit, and then like um, he realizes not to tell Meg. He's kind of flirting with Meg Ryan because it's you know 1998. Meg Ryan, what are you going to do? What are you doing? Yeah, what, the what fucking you- sun's up. Come on, <laughs> exactly. it's a year before she gave up on life and did proof of life. Mm. Well, she actually said oh. famous about this movie was this is the last. This movie didn't challenge her at all, and she was fucking tired of it, which is like, kind of admirable. But then her career went like literally inside of a toilet. Yeah, but also like you're fucking Meg Ryan. You don't have to do anything. That's true. Yep. Yeah, but pro- been- proof of life was it was her and Russell Crowe. Yeah, that's where she started her affair with Russell Crowe and right. ended her marriage with Quaid. Yeah, that's a bummer. But mm-hmm. now she's with uh, what's his face there. Uh, Mellencamp? John Cougar Mellencamp. I almost said Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> no way. I'm mixing up my fucking cat name, people. <laughs> uh, Jack and Diane. <laughs> I don't have a Bobcat. <laughs> Only Bobcat has that Bobcat. Well, I love the idea that those two men could be confused for one another. It was just the cats, man. No, it's just- Couple of cats. Oh, couple she's a cool couple of cats. Oh, so oh yeah, it's, uh, she's married to Lion O. Oh, no, no, I get my cats mixed up. It's, it's John Cougar Mellencamp. The the, the guy who uh, uh, sang Cherry Bomb. Bobcat Goldweek, that's it. <laughs> this episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. 
You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. All right. The point is, she lives on a farm with John Cougar Mellencamp. And you know that's some hot sex. Real real famous guy. Yeah, he played uh, Salem the Cat in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. (laughs) Oh, did I? <laughs> no, so uh, he's like flirting with her, but he realizes that he shouldn't give her last her his last name, even though Fox is a totally like you know like a uh, uh, common last name. It's fine. But he's like he doesn't give her his last name, and like right. he's kind of lying to her. Later on, they kind of meet up at this like uh, Christmas party because this whole movie kind of sort of takes around, place around Christmas. Yeah, it's like, like it's very it loosely a Christmas movie in September. I, I could tell you that because I went through the emails. Oh, oh shit! Because there's that, that beginning. It's like, oh, don't you love like autumn in New York? Because I, it makes me want to. buy... That's another sc- bad New York movie. <laughs> <laughs> makes me want to buy school supplies. Oh, yeah, right, right. These emails. Yeah, and he's like, if I knew, and this is the creepiest line in the whole movie. He's like, if I knew your address, I would send you a jar full of sharpened pencils. Oh, right. Dude, that's the start of it. And like, it's one of those things where... Oh, man, I'm wet right now. Yeah, if, you're, <laughs> if you're not paying attention, that line flies right by you. Yes. But you fucking take a deep dive into this guy, man. <laughs> there are some ulterior motives. Yeah, and he also said, I would love it, especially later in the summer. <laughs> a Don Jr. Yeah, yeah. He's basically Donald Trump Jr. Or, he is. or Kushner. Yep. Yes. He's, he's, he's one of these nincompoops. He's privileged, he's stupid, <laughs> and he's looking for the next thing to jump on. He's not as dumb as Don and, Jr., though, so it's got to be a Jared. And actually, floppy-haired boy is essentially barren. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yep, true. That's oh, true. right. Yeah. They also do a thing in this movie... Uh, 
that I don't like, which is like when a rich person loses their home, they just go live on their boat that's docked on the Holy Hudson. Holy shit. <laughs> it's just always there. Fully stocked bar. Just ready to multiple roll. Multiple bedrooms or whatever on this yacht. Yeah. It, it, There's oh. three. It, it's the Fox 1, the Fox 2, and the Fox 3. There's three boats all next to each other. Doo-doo all Doo-doo these. So the, <laughs> the grandpa... The dad and Tom Hanks, they all sit in their boats at night and jerk off thinking about all the fucking poor little independent bookstores they shut down. And I'm almost certain that all the halls are full of cocaina. (laughs) Oh, Oh, guaranteed, dude. Well, that's it's not the, just a book fortune. This is towards mm-hmm. the end of the movie, but like Dabney Coleman comes out of this like uh, you know this limousine, and he's like, "Ha, another one left me." But I think he's killing these women, right? Like that's kind of he states though, and this is an interesting little uh, detail that's not explored. He says that his wife, who's like 25, yeah. left him for the nanny, oh, who is right. indeed a woman. Sure. And it's a weird, like, go, 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 It's the late 90s, and the word lesbian was a punchline. Watch, watch Friends. It's just, like, people <laughs> sitting around, and then somebody says, lesbian. And I heard the fucking audience cannot fucking keep their mouth closed. They're oh, laughing yeah. so hard. Yeah, well, gay, too, man. Friends is all about that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Loving a totally... It. Totally fine show, but then every fucking so often a gay person's a punchline. There's an annoying thing. So, like, he's hanging out with these little kids, and he takes them to the boat, Mm -hmm. and he does this, like, all right, kids, like, turn to the river and say, hello, New Jersey. And I was like, nobody wants to say hi to Jersey. Yeah, it's like, oh, let's piss on New Jersey. Yeah, it's like, hey, little kid, fucking piss on that river. Maybe someone will touch Jersey. Don't piss in the river. No, it's got, it's got enough. It's so they, they they go to a Christmas party. Oh right, uh, him and Parker Posey and uh, Meg Ryan and the incredibly fuckable Greg Kinnear mm-hmm. uh, go to a Christmas party. That's an Amazon show, I think. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> isn't that that Kevin Bacon show? I love Dick, where everyone's trying to. I, was, I, I thought it was more of like an unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt type thing. Well, it's like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, oh, also, man. Yeah. The incredibly <laughs> fuckable Greg Kinnear <laughs> spinoff. <laughs> There's a thing, an obnoxious Greg Kinnear trait in this movie, though, where he's fucking pontificating uh, about how amazing it is to use typewriters still. Yeah, These yeah. people bother me. Uh, and I'm roping Tom Hanks into this because he wrote that book of short stories. Oh, right. And the gag was, or the, you know, not the gag, but the gimmick rather was like, all of this was uh, originally transcribed on a typewriter. From Hanks's noodle <laughs> to a typewriter. Who gives a fuck? There's a reason computers are better than typewriters and why we sure, use computers yes. more than He's essentially a, a liberal David Brooks. <laughs> no. His first lines in this is that Brooks. Uh, there's going to uh, uh, some state like they had to fire a bunch of people because they were playing solitaire on their phones. Well, because he's a total no, on, their phones, on their on their computers. I'm yeah, sorry, we're not geez. playing anything okay. on our phones. Well, no, yeah, no. exactly. We the fo- the we phone's on the table plugged into the wall. We don't even have a phone. <laughs> No, yeah, because he's a total Luddite, right? Yeah, so yeah. He, he loves fucking typewriters. And yeah, his whole thing is like, see, we had to lay off all these people at the state because they were just playing fucking Minesweeper but the whole But this is day. like, you know, you get like an older, out-of-touch you know, person, like your parents or whatever. Greg Kinnear's like 32 in this movie. Yeah, but it's a new thing, and they're like, well, you know, I'm fine with my flip phone or whatever. You know, Here's like, the thing, man, you cannot be scared on. of all technology because you will fucking die and, in the cold. And Greg Kinnear says it's going to be the end of Western civilization because exactly. some people played solitaire is he is he wrong yeah exactly we have a president who uses the technology yeah oh so then yeah that just makes well nobody could fucking foresee that cock coming come on i'm opening trump books it's where (laughs) 
Trump books? Come on down. We burn books. <laughs> it's my family business. We burn books now. Except for the Turner Diaries. <laughs> and Mein Kampf. Oh, my God. What a read. Yeah, we, we, we read books instead of burning them. <laughs> one of my favorite lines in that movie. You know what's obnoxious is how no one in this movie is pointing out that well, for all the fucking bitching about Fox and Sons books, yeah. Yeah. nobody has a problem fucking ski daddling into Starbucks every morning. Oh, absolutely! Morning. The fucking all of the all of the coffee shops that are being shuttered day in and day out. Totally. Well, that's the weird thing about this movie is like nobody has it. Like it's really just because Meg Ryan likes her bookstore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. and it, it, it's it's like that's the only thing. It's not about actually the ethics of like what it is to be to close down another store. It's just like, but it's Meg Ryan's. Yeah. Not well, really, it's not really about how like the business works. Even like no. that's what the original movie kind of is about. Is about how the shop in the round corner works. Yeah. And, like, right. and they meet each other in there. But you know like, what I think the problem is, though, in this scenario? It's the fact, and this is something that she should have entertained and did not in the film. It's solely a children's bookstore. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we get some fucking fiction for older audiences in there? See what's going on. You want See- a couple of spell books? <laughs> <laughs> got a whole lot of occult shit I can load off on you. It's got to go somewhere. <laughs> Doctor Strange comes in through the portal to take a book. I just uh, got a lot of books on the Slender Man. Got to uh, cut down. Meg Inventory. Ra- Meg Ryan, I've come to bargain. <laughs> He's come for the bargain. Uh, <laughs> two for five. Well, it's also like this is happening right at like the Disneyfying of New York City. Like oh, sure. it, it's all about just like yeah, New York City is going to turn to a corporate fucking zone. Exactly. But you know what they did not predict, and it's a fucking it's a hilarious look back on it now. Line is when they're like they're pretty certain that you know it's just a matter. It's not an if, but a when this yeah. bookstore goes out of business. And so Steve Zahn is you know deep derping all through this movie, being <laughs> that Steve guy Zahn. cracks me up. He's so fucking funny. I'm talking like Jerry Lewis hilarious. Uh, Dad, can we watch something other than Happy Texas tonight? Nope. (laughs) We could watch that thing you do. Oh, man, he broke his arm falling over a parking meter. I thought I I got rid of that. Watch him hit his nuts right on that parking meter. Chelsea, oh, I'm going to rewind it. Boop, there it goes again. Boop, there goes his nuts. Uh, I'm going to go smoke one. No, I'm sorry. No, so there's a line where they're talking about like, oh, I'm going to be out of a job. The bookstore is going out of business. And then I don't remember if it's the woman from Bored to Death or if it's Steve Zahn, but one of them goes, oh, geez. And then you know what's going to happen? I'm going to have to move to Brooklyn. I was like, oh, fucking you wait. Yeah, no, that's that's the woman that says that. And then Steve Zahn's like, yeah, I got a rent control department, which is just lucky you fuck face. It's a fantasy fed to me by I don't even know who. It's a fantasy that's fed to you all through the 10 seasons of Friends. Exactly. That whole thing is like Monica like pretends that her grandmother still lives there or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. That's, that shit is fake. It's fucking fake. Yep, it's totally fake. And let me tell you something. If, if, if you're looking to move to this town. Don't. One, don't. There's enough of us here. Two, if you are, you're insisting on doing this. If you're looking on a, like Craigslist for a place and it's like, yeah, Greenpoint, Brooklyn, 
rent stabilized, you will be murdered. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Yeah. It doesn't exist in this town what, anymore. That's what I love about Seinfeld is that like they actually, when it is rent controlled, they're like, oh my, when Elaine has yeah, to yeah. Like, like, oh, yes. like bargain to get the when, rent control. When Manya dies yes. and she's asking the, the widower about what he's doing with the apartment because he's moving to Arizona. By the way, bit part in this movie, uh, Toby, who loses her pinky toe. Yes, yes. you're totally right. You know who's cut out of this movie? Michael Palin for no reason. Yes. How do you cut out Michael Palin from a movie? He was like a, an author that was like in it with Meg Ryan and all this stuff. Kind of the same character as Toby, but yeah. probably bigger. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. I did read that on the Tribune. Yeah. yeah. What a fucking mistake. Yeah. Well, well, honestly, longer than Raiders. Of the, they didn't, yeah, it's two Nora hours. Nora was like, yeah, it's like longer than Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't want to go longer than Star Wars. <laughs> so, Michael, I'm sorry. It's a sweet spot. <laughs> So they're they're having this Christmas party, by the way, and there's one thing I did want to point out in it because it seemed kind of weird. It's a it's a it's a Christmas party for the literati of mm-hmm. New York City, sure. right? So like Joe Fox and friends are there, <laughs> or Joe Fox and family, I guess I should say. Meg Ryan is there. Oh, I not, guess not a bunch of racist fucking jerk offs. No, no, not those fucking pigs that are on every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. <laughs> You know, so it's all these like literature people. I think Parker Posey is also someone who's a, a literati. She's an editor, of some kind. Like she either runs a company that runs a publishing company or is like a big wig at a she, publishing company. Yeah, because she wants to hire Meg Ryan at the end. That's right. So, so there's all these like literature people at sure. this party, and it's like past apps. Mm-hmm. You know, like past apps are going around. Everyone's just having a cocktail or two. There's a shot. You guys notice this? There's one shot where it's like. Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks are talking to each other at this party, and in the background, this woman walks up to a table with a fucking whole cooked chicken. No, what? Yes. No, she just sets this cooked Holy chicken fuck. down on the table, like, and now the chicken course. <laughs> what? It's just this beautifully basted don't, baked chicken. Oh, oh, don't worry, we'll have fifty-eight more of these coming out. <laughs> in a minute, but it's all so, finger food. This it's so is weird. Proving to you that the chemistry between Hanks and Ryan is so magnetic, and you're just fixated on it. They're putting in fucking crazy shit in the background to prove <laughs> that you didn't see it because you were you were you were watching the story i was i couldn't take my eyes off these two i know i think they have great chemistry dude, they do at all three movies that they've been mm-hmm. in together i haven't seen joe versus the volcano in a very long time that Although is a I wild fucking movie <laughs> oh yeah do you remember she plays three characters she's three she people really in what? she plays three people three, in three characters. really yeah wow and yeah. one That's, has like a Catherine Hepburn voice. It's fucking. I'm nuts. sure the race stuff in Joe versus the volcano doesn't well, age terribly. Do well. you know who are the two main uh, <clears throat> island dwellers? No. Joe Dante. Nathan Lane. <laughs> what? And Abe Vigoda. <laughs> Well, that's all you need to know. Oh my God! Yeah, that's Wait, right. I didn't know it was the uh, the descendants. <laughs> that was literally though what happened when I told my wife I was like, "So we're doing You've Got Mail," and she was like, "You're a fucking idiot! Don't you mean Joe versus the volcano?" <laughs> uh, it might be a stay so tuned. it might be a stay tuned. I yeah, don't even it know. Might, it might very well be. So he she finds out that he's Joe Fox. She feels kind of betrayed by this. She's like, oh, you didn't tell him. He's like, well, you didn't ask. And like, he starts, quote, he starts like mansplaining the fucking Godfather oh. to anyone who will listen. <sighs> All right. And this this has to be addressed right now. And for anyone out there who finds themselves in this situation, mm-hmm. please listen closely. There is nothing more pathetic than a dude who is obsessed with the Godfather nope, and who is obsessively quoting it. It is one of the dumbest things you as a human being can do. It's fine to be a total fan of the Godfather. Oh, sure. But if you're one of these motherfuckers that walks around, like let's say you walk into an Italian bakery, mm-hmm. and in this bakery you see a box of cannolis, right? Yeah. And oh, then, I, and then uh, you, you see that, and you cannot help yourself but say... 
Drop the gun, take the cannolis. Yeah. He's got a gun! <laughs> it has to stop. This is madness. It's a bunch this. of yeah. fucking pricks. That's the problem. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all a bunch of white people, not Italians, and, that quote The Godfather that way. And just it's to be... the only movie they've seen. <laughs> That's, it's the yes. only movie they've seen. And you know what? And, and, and everyone around them has definitely never seen it, which warrants a fucking play-by-play oh. of a three-hour film. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! It's Oof. one of my biggest pet. Okay, peeves. they might have already seen, also seen God, Goodfellas. Yes. Well, oh no, Goodfellas, it's kind of a two-hander. Yeah. Goodfellas is the next one. That's yeah. like the Gen X of the Godfather. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're totally. Uh, right. To be fair, the we quote, reference Goodfellas an awful lot on this. We show. do because we're because. What I'm saying is, it's already inside of you. <laughs> we're, we're becoming those people, but for for Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying we got to pump the brakes. But it's weird though because I think we maybe do like two lines yeah. from that film. This is, Tom Hanks is dropping shit left. Here's and right. the thing: I don't even think it's a problem about quoting a movie or quoting you know because I quote The Simpsons all the time, etc. But it's about being like, hey man, you know what that's from? And then the guy's like, what? And it's like <laughs> The Godfather. Like, yeah, yeah. I know. Like, like you know, what I mean? it's it's the showmanship of it all. But it's like he's saying, yeah, no, that's Plato. <laughs> or that Socrates. It's yeah. some grand truth from the fucking Godfather. Well, that's what he. Because basically, the next move of the movie is she, as a shop girl, goes to her friend and wife one five two, and is like, "Oh, this guy's trying to run me out of business." And he's like, again, to Andrew's point, kind of creepy. Like, what's your business? Yeah, what do you do for a living? <laughs> and she's like, "No, no, no, no. How do you make your money? Keep it vague." And then he's like, "Well, it doesn't matter what you do." Because I am a brilliant businessman, <laughs> and, and I know all the... Here is some solid business advice. Okay. Why don't you fight back? And <laughs> you know what? Keep doing stuff. And how about... And Eric... I'm and a this. great businessman. Question the first. Is your father rich? <laughs> what? Yeah, step one. Have your family be retroactively rich for all time. One thing we've learned from our current president, everybody who says they're a brilliant businessman is definitely a brilliant businessman. That's very true. <laughs> so I, no, he, he's like, oh, you know, then that, this reminds me of the Godfather. And every everything in life can be solved by the Godfather. Yes, and that's terrible. And I just realized another thing that always accompanies this shit, which is even more fucking sacrilegious, is they're quoting these things and they're saying shit like fucking, you know... Drop the gun, take the cannolis, yes. whatever the fuck. Go to the mattresses. Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday Thursday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Inevitably, and it sort of happens here. I don't know if he does it exactly is what I'm about to say, but I've heard other people do this. Whenever you're talking about any dialogue from the Godfather, uh-huh. it could be something fucking Kay Adams is saying. <laughs> it devolves into someone doing a terrible Marlon Brando impression. Oh, yeah. 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 And he's doing it in this movie, but I don't know if he's using other actors' lines in a Brando voice. But I've seen this happen in person, mm-hmm. and you're like, "What are you? What are you? What are you doing? You what know, are you fucking doing?" You know what you should do is if you're, it's like you know, uh, I get out of the bathroom, right, and then Chris is about to use it. And, I mean, and, I'm with you so far. And Andrew knows like what this. I just did in the bathroom, yeah. and it's gonna stink <laughs> in there. What he should yell at is, "Apollonia, no!" <laughs> What? <laughs> just Wait, ap- hold on a second. Ap- Apollonia now. Oh, okay. when she gets it. Because I'm about to go into yeah. a car and escape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's other lines yeah, you could do that's... from The Godfather. Hey, Steve just took a shit in there. <laughs> that was a classic that line. Might, from that might have been the Hey, Pagoda said that one. <laughs> hey, can you help me out? And Steve took a shit in there. <laughs> But that's hey, what let me off, the... let me off this shit hook for one last for old time's sake. Don't make me go in there. <laughs> but that's 
Can, oh, I, can I use your guest bathroom, please, for old time's sake? <laughs> Abe Bogota being reticent about using a bathroom someone just blew oh, up. My That's God. fucking Michael, great. Michael, please don't make me go One in One time there. I went to the bathroom right after Steve, and the window was bricked up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you get these people, and it's like, yeah, here they got good Italian food oh, in this restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's the fucking Irish police commissioner, yes. you fucking Yep, 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 yep. It's just like Marlon Brando said that whole movie to these people. It's fucking infuriating. So she like, he's like, oh, you have to like play dirty. You know, you got to go to the mattresses. Yeah. Uh, And And she's like, well, that's pretty stupid. What does that mean? (laughs) And then he just, he just explains it. He explains the whole. Ask your boyfriend to write an article about your story. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a a fucking big fucking thing she does. What I mean by go to the mattresses is. We're gonna have cyber sex right now. <laughs> Why and are dude? He's got his pants off when he's writing all these emails. Oh, absolutely! I'm convinced of it. Well, <laughs> he, he at one point to Dave Chappelle later in the movie calls her, <clears throat> and this is the creepiest line I've ever heard any human being say: "The most adorable creature I've ever interacted with what the in fuck? my entire <laughs> life." <laughs> My skin just crawled away. Also, oh man, there's a skeleton joining us on the couch. If you want to and sabotage your wedding, and you're like, oh fuck, how am I gonna get out of this thing? You know what I mean? I'm in the middle of this thing. Sabotage. In your in your vows, when like you get up on on you get there, like oh, I'll write my own vows, and you can't see it. You just say, honey, you're the most adorable creature I've ever interacted with in my life. You get the fuck out of my face. Well, those over. were good appetizers. <laughs> man, that cocktail hour was something. <laughs> Or you could do the uh, Chris's sexual harassment defense when you're getting married and say, I got to take a shit. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Every time. And then you Every walk, time. And just walk away. But just walk away. Even creepier than that, I feel, uh-huh. is the line when they're about to meet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, Dave Chappelle's there. He's like, you know, Dave Chappelle, if she's even mildly attractive, I'd be out of my mind not to propose to her the first moment I met her. <laughs> Are you fucking nuts? I don't know yep. what's sadder, that line of dialogue or the fact that Dave Chappelle's got to walk him to the date. No, <laughs> Why is Dave and Chappelle he's, there? He's trying to like temper his, his emotions and not yes. get him too excited. He's like, you know, she could be a dog. Yeah, she says that. <laughs> well, the best. Says yeah, that. I'm like, Dave, is this your job, man? Like, are you on the clock right now? Because he, he's basically the manager of this one store, as I understand it. He's or like maybe the like, project manager. The they're building this, yes. you know, they're renovating yeah. this Upper West Side building. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he's basically like, all right, yeah, all these things are gonna come in on time. Yeah, and whatever the fuck. Yeah. But, oh, so but so what she starts doing is like basically a grassroots campaign. Like she gets Greg Kinnear to write a, a campaign, an, an article. She gets like uh, people marching in the streets. Like, Poor Gene Stapleton's leading these fucking protests <laughs> or whatever. And like you know, I mean, this is the thing that happens when like you know communities don't want certain chain stores. You know th- that this kind of pushback happens. Sure. No, no blow up rat. Oh, that's what you're pretty uh, fucked up. Yeah, when was really the blow up need. rat invented? Uh, by the mafia. No, but when? <laughs> I bet it dates back, man. Yeah, right. I bet That's it's like oh, could vaudeville. They <laughs> the last thing Sacco and Vanzetti saw before the fucking gallows gave up underneath their legs was an inflated rat. <laughs> no, step on the pump. It's gonna take a while. I don't know. Uh, but by the way, in this, in the, when when he, when he's escorted to his date by his project manager, he then he like. 
acts like he's not going to go in there because it's it's whatever her name is. Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy? Uh, Kelly. 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 I, I kept wanting to call her Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, no. No, it's not. So, not the most powerful woman in Hollywood. <laughs> right, Lucasfilm. Yeah. So uh, then he's like, oh, no, I can't do this. He, he leaves. So I feel it's to get Dave Chappelle away from there because he's gonna do about he's gonna do a huge creep move. Yeah, <laughs> right. Big he time. acts like he's gonna leave her alone, mm-hmm. and then he comes back. I came back later. Yeah, and then he acts like he's just going to this coffee shop. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's and like kind of yeah. teasing her a little bit. It's and a that's weird. Oh, where's your friend? Where's your friend? You're meeting. <laughs> I wonder. And this is where any defense of the Tom Hanks character in this movie mm-hmm. is completely and permanently exactly now you want to toy with her for like five minutes you're still a weird asshole but he just does it all night he keeps it up through christmas he leaves he leaves leaves. he leaves this dude he has months of the upper hand again because i haven't seen this movie in a while i was like because it's like him and you know all this stuff happens her story like she's kind of gaining and like she said some nasty stuff about him so he doesn't like her right so then they go to this date and oh my god she's there you know david chappelle leaves he goes in and like or he's about he doesn't know what he's gonna do and i haven't seen this movie in a while and i'm like oh man is he just gonna ice her completely and not go in like that is the coldest shit I've ever seen and I was so wrong because this is so much worse like <laughs> icing someone is bad so icing someone is awful it's an awful thing to do you should not do but if he ices her yeah. and then the character like goes home and he's like I just didn't know what to do. I did yeah. not expect yeah. it to be this this person I have this like weird sure, sure, rivalry sure. with. How am I you know, he's actually concerned about how am I gonna break the news. Instead it's like, let's fuck around with her. <laughs> His arc is to essentially demonize the best parts of himself. Yes. Like the things she really likes about the guy online, he's eventually he's like undermining all of it. He's like, that guy sounds like a real loser. <laughs> Doesn't sound like he's got money. Well, he walks into this fucking cafe, and one of the first things he does is like, oh, you're reading Pride and Prejudice? What a fucking loser. <laughs> exactly. And he's Jesus. already read the book for her, essentially, at this point. Yeah. They need to have like, a flashback of like John Randolph and Dabney Coleman like putting cigarettes out on this kid. <laughs> <laughs> like That's the only way to redeem him. One for Pride and Prejudice, one for your fucking forearm. <laughs> hey, 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 Joey. You see that little girl over there? Go ruin her life. <laughs> I'm going to smack you once for every page in this book. <laughs> What's this? What this? Lord of the Rings? We sell books. We don't read them in this house other than the power broker, okay? <laughs> and the art of war. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so he, he goes in and, like, he humiliates her for a long time. She's like, could you please? And this is the first of many times she keeps saying, can you please leave? And he's like, no, I'm not. No, yeah. I, I'm here to quote the Godfather some more. <laughs> Dude, Which also, like, he should be quoting Mario Puzo or whatever. Right? Yeah. yeah. The book, right? Yes. Is yeah. that no, because the these, yeah. these fucking piggish people that own these businesses, man, yeah. they don't actually read these books. Dabney Coleman's fucking throwing books That's, in a huge marble fireplace. They make this point <laughs> a thousand times in the movie about how, like, people who run book, big bookstores don't read, but people who read, who have small bookstores do read. Oh, right? And I feel that's totally true. Sure, yeah, of for course sure. it's true. I don't know if that's true. I of mean, like, course it's if you true. get into the book business, probably chances are you do read. I'm not saying they're good books. Tom Clancy's probably all over your house. Well, no, I'm saying like if you're some fucking suit who works at Barnes and Noble, your passion in life 
is not books and getting people to read. I mean, your passion in life is fucking capitalist nonsense. And most of those people, like like those companies, it's like all accountants. It's all about the numbers. Yeah, that's true. You're all sales finance. You're concerned about where you're going to put the fucking Starbucks in your huge Barnes and Noble. So um, as it goes on, he um, now he in this weird way, like she she thinks like she she she's got jilted by this dude she wants to call it off they, there's this kind of the fun, one of the funny lines of this movie that made me laugh was when they th- she thinks that he's this murderer which is a, oh right the rooftop killer who's called she oh, thinks right. that the dude she thinks she's meeting is yes. the rooftop killer NYC 152 she yes. thinks that that's uh uh because why else wouldn't he show up and then he writes this bullshit like totally like wishy-washy like I can't tell you why I didn't show up, but trust me, I had a good reason. Man, this woman's a doormat. Like, it's just, <laughs> you've got Greg Kinnear right there. Like, oh, this guy fucking, you know, stood me up. What a mistake. That's a sign from the gods. I'm yeah. going to marry, delete, block or, or, message you know what? or whatever. Fucking message NY153 or whatever. You know? yeah, yeah. See, what, see what that person's up move to. Move up, move on, you know. Move or, on yeah, go else. into the, like, the Elf King chat room. You Hell know what I mean? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you started yeah, on the yeah. over 30 chat room. Go to the over 30. 35 sure. chat room. It's right there. Here's or the question, BDSM though. chat room. Figure Whoa. it out, dude. You yeah. never know. Now, here's my question, though. In this cafe scene where he's being a fucking maniac, <laughs> uh, isn't this also the scene where she's like, she's had enough and she like amazingly tells him off? Yes. This yes. Is when, oh, boy, does he get oh, fucking filleted. Oh, oh, but I, I'm sorry. He's been called a suit yes. a hundred thousand times this month. <laughs> And that this like is, her, that's her big fucking like buildup is like you're nothing but a suit. No, well, it's honestly, way more involved than calling him a suit. And dude. in the '90s, suit was a big insult. Was it like a yuppie thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. There was a lot Maybe. of backlash. she gets to this motherfucker's core, man. You can see because he fucking gets up and just leaves. Well, that's sort of what this movie's supposed to like make you feel bad for Tom Hanks a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, but she was really mean to him. And it's like, I don't see it that way at all, dude. Okay, fair enough. I see it as like he's being a fucking cock this whole movie, uh-huh. and she's. <laughs> had enough she's getting stood up by the fucking rooftop killer first of all (laughs) and she fucking eats into this dude and Mm. he fucking has to go away with his tail between his legs i as a viewer and Mm. i felt this way every single time i've seen this movie okay i don't feel for him at all i'm like good fuck you asshole but but she feels bad for what she says because when she's talking to once 152 afterwards she's like oh you know i took your advice i was trying to assert myself and i did the worst possible way communicating that you're supposed to feel bad you know what, though? I'm a free thinker. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. I make yeah. my own decisions. Sure. I don't let movies tell me what's going on. I think I'm with Andrew here. <laughs> you know I what I say? This well, this... he he does get his revenge because he essentially gives her Stockholm syndrome by the end of this. <laughs> that's true. What, what I would love is if there's a deleted scene of uh, Meg Ryan visiting the rooftop killer, played by one Clint Howard. There you oh, go. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun scene. Right. That would be pretty cool. It's like, oh wow, a pretty lady. And then she starts <laughs> dropping references to the emails, and he just starts saying weird shit. She's like, maybe he is him. <laughs> yes. He's Clint Howard's like, what's an email? Hey, recycling's fake. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Like, um, she winds up having to close her store is sort of the next movement of the film. Yeah. And I do say movement because there are no access to the mo- film. <laughs> Things just sort of start to happen. It's a blob. More, yeah, well, it's kind of a bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> she she winds up like she winds up closing it. Um, and it's amazing because the store winds up being haunted the whole time. Oh, dude. 
these ghosts. What are we talking? Like, I mean, like, She's it's, watching it's, her dead mother. It's a one-off line to a customer. Yes, I think it's to him actually. Oh or, yeah, 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 yeah. To him, she's like, "Oh, this picture is me of me twirling with my mom right. in the store." Or something. Well, because he does the thing that you should never do to a shopkeep, which is like when you're checking out yeah. and you start talking to them about anything other than the transaction, mm-hmm. and he's just like. Oh, that picture back there. Is that your mother? I was like, what fucking business is it of yours? Absolutely. Next. Debit or credit, motherfucker. <laughs> Shut up. I do have to stop the movie dead, to t- this episode dead, to talk about the most emblematic scene of why I hate this movie. Nice. Ooh. It's around Thanksgiving, because this movie mm-hmm. takes six months to go. And they're yeah. beating off on their computers. They're at Zabar's, uh, yes. a big department store, a, a, a grocery store. It's Thanksgiving. There are lines you know, around the cl- around the block. We should say it's like a, it's a grocery store for like the fucking Hoy. Poloi, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a nice grocery store. And she's in the front of this line getting ready to pay. And they're like, oh, you're in the cash you're in the cash only line. You can't use your card. And she's like, oh, no. Is that? And she looks up. And of course, it's a big sign. It says cash only. Like, Can you let me slide? And everyone behind her is like, fuck you, lady. Like, And that's the absolute <laughs> right move. Of course it is. How dare you hold up a grocery line in New York City? <laughs> because she's just, and she's just like talking to this woman like, but could you let me skate by just this once? And, and the woman, like, by the way, is uh, the woman from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yes. is she really? Uh, Tony Award winner, who's not, her name I cannot think of. Yeah, and she's, I'll, I'll and she's having a terrible time because she works in a grocery store around Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, and, that's and for sure. On top of having to deal with this Meg Ryan, she <laughs> then has to deal with Tom Hanks condescending to her. Oh, he white like she's his way a right into it. Baby. <laughs> like like hey, take this fucking credit card, you rube, and run it. <laughs> Shove it up your ass. And then he's like, what you might as well be throwing hundred dollar bills in her face at this point. And like and the movie is supposed to be like, oh, why can't she just get off this just this once? And I'm like, get the fuck to the back of the line. Sarah Ramirez, by the way, yes. is the actress's yes. name from Grey's and uh, I mean it, the, ooh, ooh, ooh. This is like I, I go to this nice bakery in uh, Jersey City, and every single time I go there, there's somebody holding up the line who's like, who's never been in a bakery before. Like, what kind of macaroons do you have? What is this? What is that? How do I use this? What? And I'm like, dude, just fucking figure. And I, I just want a cup of the, coffee. That ha- metro car when the tourists find oh, the metro oh, car oh, machine, oh, 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 you will be there for fucking five years. You know what this new development I don't like that's been going on in the the like the day I get my coffee in every morning at uh-huh. my, by, by my office. Yeah. Fuck, I'm I'm I always have cash because I'm buying a dollar cup of coffee. Sure. Yeah, and by the way, guess you don't you don't be using credit cards at a bodega. Guess what, man? They got square and everyone's taking advantage of it. People are using credit cards to buy a cup of coffee. Like what are you talking Ooh, about? Yeah, bodega coffee especially. I, yeah, I, it's I hate, like 125 and you're using a card? I also hate people who are fucking let me scan my phone at Starbucks. Wait, let me figure it out. Let me get on there. I am the I am the dude with Apple Pay, but if it if I see that it's not working cuz sometimes it's yeah, just sure. like not picking up the signal, yeah. I will immediately put the phone back in my pocket and get the card like in the same motion. No, no. There's the, you, I always <laughs> behind the, the last angry man with that you shit. You go to a coffee shop you go to a grocery store it's not it's not your fun adventure and your, <laughs> your cool little life thank you people need to get through it the day we just want to make it through the fucking day exactly i just felt like i was behind meg ryan in this scene and i'm like lady could you figure it out i gotta tell you there's another equivalent to this that i i almost and i was proud of myself 
I didn't scream at a person in public. <laughs> Congratulations. Because there's a restaurant equivalent of this. We oh. were at the Han Dynasty on the Upper West Side. Great before we, place. Be, before we, oh, yeah, great restaurant. If you're, if you're listening, give me free food. <laughs> um, right before we saw the amazing Paddington 2, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're sitting at the table having a great dinner. Uh, and the table next to us, uh, this person, like the waiter comes over. The person utters the thing that I wanted to th- fucking throw water in their face so what's good here oh and and so if that wasn't bad enough so this this poor fuck <laughs> has to be like oh i this is and this yeah. dude i gotta tell you this guy a plus performance you want to talk about marlon brando this dude was fucking <laughs> doing it because there was not an ounce of condescension in anything he said but she kept being like oh so but what's that Oh. Is this one spicy? Dude, oh, what no. is this? Are there peanuts in this one? What's this thing? And this dude through the and this we're talking like five minutes. Oof. This wow. guy's probably had this every day, so he knows to every day put a thumbtack in his shoe <laughs> so that when this is happening, he can just press down on it and think of the pain instead of this. That's because I was getting furious, man. Oh man! Oh, people who are tasting. I'm gonna go to a bar. Can I just have a little shot of that beer? Like, you oh, know what? That's another thing that I cannot stand, dude. Commit get... to the six dollars, and exactly. we'll get another beer afterwards. Have the. You want to try the beer? Then fucking drink the beer. <laughs> that man, people are egregious with that. Oh. They're tr- they're getting fucking drunk off of samples. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I saw in in this very New York City neighborhood we were at a place getting brunch mm-hmm. and this person was like trying all the wines. Mm-hmm. I and again and I'm overhearing the whole thing and I'm pulling what's left of my fucking <laughs> hair out of my head. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Listen, just make a decision. Like you said, eat the 6 bucks. You know what a great way to taste a, taste a beer is? Mm-hmm. Fucking drink a beer. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. It's not going to kill you. It, and you don't like it. Oh shit, you just be like, you know what? Put, put chug it or whatever. One time I was at a bar, I ordered a fucking Sierra Nevada Bigfoot. It was one of the single most disgusting beers I've ever had in my life. You know mm-hmm. what I fucking did? I drank it. Yes, that beer tasted like someone pissed in an ashtray, but I drank the whole thing, and then I got a beer after that beer that wasn't that beer. Exactly. Well, because technically that beer is like a barley wine. That's not, yeah, it's not a great one. You it know was, what was else is fucked up? Fire. VCRs. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for bringing it back. Oh, my because, God. Because uh, Greg Kinnear goes on Jane Addams' talk show, oh, and they right. kind of flirt. And is it talk- public access? I don't know. It, I guess It could so. have been like an early New York One situation. like the same place where, like, fucking Bill Murray's doing his show at the beginning of Ghostbusters yes, 2. World of the Psychic or whatever. <laughs> He's it was where next. Eric Bogosian had his show <laughs> yeah. on fucking Blade Trinity. Totally. <laughs> and he's, like, kind of flirting with her and, like... Uh, Meg Ryan. Jane Adams flirt back hard by the oh, way. Oh yeah, the she's fucking, pretty thirsty. The legendary Jane Adams. She's Amazing. fucking great. Oh yeah. Uh, and she's flirting back and like he's complaining about what, you know, we're using all our VCRs. Now the reason we use VCRs is to tape what's on television when, when we're not around to watch it. But the reason we're not around to watch it is we're living our lives. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that, ladies and gentlemen? Why no. don't you find a grave <laughs> and fucking go in it? <laughs> Wow! <laughs> How about I, that shit? I, you know, I kind of agree. I, that's great. <laughs> the fuckable Greg Kinnear taken right to the grave by Chris Cavan. So they wind up, uh, their relationship is sort of ending. Uh, they go to the Lowe's on 86th Street. No, this is the, that's what's interesting. The the Lowe's 84th Street makes an that's appearance right. in this movie, but when they go to the movie later on, it's oh. Lincoln Square down on 63rd yeah. and Bridge. Okay, they're, they're in Lincoln Square. It's a big balcony one. Yeah. And like they're talking and they realize that they're not right 
prepared for each other. They go to a cocktail bar to talk it over. And like this bullshit amicable break, amicable breakup is only to make you think that Meg Ryan hasn't been cheating on her boyfriend the entire time. Is which this she has- cheating? It's not cheating, but it's just... She's it's well, a, whoa, whoa, whoa. Steve said it was an emotional cheat. <laughs> it's an emotional which affair. Is the worst possible. I mean, I don't know what you guys are learning from this catfish show that you watched. <laughs> well, also, he's I'm having... Learning Black Lives Matter this season. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Are they Jesus. touching on Black Lives no, Matter? No, he's just wearing T-shirts every yeah, time. Yeah, it's like... Who? Max and guy. Eve, man. The who, main Max dude. and Eve? They're the hosts. Max and Neve. Oh, yeah. There's hosts on that show? Yes. And <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're the ones this, catfishing every year. Well, it's like it's like I'm glad you support the cause, but like it's really obnoxious this season because yep. it's like they'll be like, okay, so a black person has a, a catfish problem. They show up in Black Lives Matter t shirts. Yeah, it's a little weird. Are they little... not wearing them if a not black person it, has it? sometimes they wear f- ones that just say feminist? It's 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 a little much. When, it's a, it's a touch showy, when, is what I'm saying. When oh. they go to see uh white men do they just have a shirt that says coal on it? No, it says <laughs> fucking make America great again. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> a t-shirt for every catfish. You know what? Ziggy is getting preachy this season. <laughs> well, they also even it out because fucking Greg Kinnear has been having an emotional affair with fucking Jane Adams. Oh, that's yeah. they're, they're doing the fucking slow-mo. Meg Ryan's like, if you pause it right here, you can see the part where you get a boner on national television. <laughs> What's or at least citywide television. Is that a stain on your... Pe- oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but it's kind of funny because like Jane Adams is like clearly flirting with him. And then yeah. he's like, oh, well, maybe she's just a fan. And then like he is hardcore flirting back with yeah. her. And they wind up having that Seinfeldian breakup. It's like, you know, what? I, I, you know, it's it's the, the the best breakup in history where they're like, you know, yeah, I don't like you either. And they shake hands. Like, yeah, I, I hate well, this you. Been, yeah. Well, this has been fantastic. And, what uh, they do here too that's obnoxious is so they're having um, they're having the discussion during the the uh, the opening commercials oh, or yeah. whatever. It's kind of a funny line because this woman shushes them. Yeah. And they're like, well, the fucking hot dog is dancing. Like, <laughs> yeah. We can talk right now, which I totally support. You can That's... talk through the hot dog. Yes, you can talk you through can. the hot dog. You should probably whisper through the credits, but once yes. the movie starts, we're not talking anymore. That's yes, fine. exactly. Yeah. Um, whisper through trailers too, I'm going to say. That's what I mean. The yeah, trailers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, whisper through the trailers. You can you can talk, but whisper yeah. through the trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so they're... <laughs> They they realize that this is happening like right here in this movie theater, right? But then it cuts to the next location. They're at this cafe, but the first line of dialogue at the cafe would have been the next line of dialogue oh, at yeah, the movie that theater. Whole thing. So it's it, movies and television do this all the time, where like they realize like something has to be said, and then everybody shuts the fuck up until they move to a second location yeah. and then start the convo again. Well, especially if you're in the middle of an emotional conversation like that, you're breaking up with somebody. You know what I mean? You're that, that's going on the well, whole time. You're doing that right out on fucking 63rd and Broadway, man. You're not waiting till a coffee that's shop. That's an escalator conversation. What like, <laughs> the fuck is going on right now? I couldn't even believe it, by the way. That movie theater has the same goddamn exactly. murals up as they did 20 years ago. God Outrageous. Bless. Well, their escalator com- conversation is about uh, Birdie fucking uh, Francisco Franco. Yeah. The oh, man yeah. who killed right. 30,000 people. <laughs> right. The uh, former head of state of Spain. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. Gene Stapleton had an affair with him. That yes. was the idea? Yes. That was a physical affair, not which actually, when you're dealing with somebody, with a uh, genocidal maniac, is actually the most dangerous oh. kind. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> the passion. 
The what's passion. That, what's that like, though? I mean, presumably, Gene Stapleton's character in this film didn't much share the politics of Franco. Sure. So she's well, just down for the fucking. That's okay. <laughs> but it was while he was doing it, so she was clearly okay but no, with it. you shouldn't fuck bad people, right? That's the whole thing, right? Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. That's why you shouldn't offended. give them pleasure, you know, unconditional pleasure and love to Franco. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what yeah. the problem is. Um, Tom Hanks and Parker Posey get stuck in a uh, oh, in an elevator, and I kind of wanted this to turn into that movie Devil, where someone <laughs> in the elevator is the devil. And I got the perfect fall guy, man, Michael Badalucco in this movie. Oh, whatever. Just that nice, fat, nice guy that was on a lot of ABC shows for a while. He was in uh, O but Brother as Joe well. Fox mm-hmm. is totally the devil in this situation. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, without question. You can see uh, the fucking horns coming out of Hanks's fro. You know what I will say? Uh, both dogs in this film do get a credit, and I think that's that's a woman director thing. And I, you know, I, I strong. That's why I strongly what? suggest women directors because they credit dogs properly. Oh, that's why. No, and <laughs> other things, well, but know, mostly crediting dogs. You're just a dog supremacist. <laughs> dog. You don't actually care about women directors. You just want the dogs. <laughs> Wait, which dogs though? Tom Hanks has a dog. Where's the other dog? There's a dog in this elevator scene that should not be credited in this film. Does oh. get a credit? That's why I'm saying like oh, this oh, is oh, special oh. care. This woman oh, that's loves a dog. Dogs. That's a dog extra, dude. At <laughs> best. So what you're saying is you only like the Catherine Bigelow movies with dogs in them. <laughs> yeah, dude, remember that lovable hound in the Zero Dark Thirty? <laughs> yes. Biting that guy's dick? No. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Uh, deleted scene, man. You never know. <laughs> you can imagine what it would be like if they did that. <laughs> I uh, I hear you're very good at uh, finding the newspaper. <laughs> I hear you have quite a flair for it. <laughs> so yeah, then like zero uh, dog thirty. Oh, of course, it was right there in front I of our snouts you, the whole time. Bet you could snatch some dick and balls. <laughs> it's literally it's Rover Dangerfield, but to, to the plot of Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, dude, if Rover Dangerfield, that's a sequel. Rover Dangerfield Two CIA Adventure. Have you ever? Uh, Smeared peanut butter. <laughs> it takes place to the setting of Abu Ghraib. Smeared what was that place butter. called? What was that prison? Abu Ghraib? Uh, Abu, Abu Ghraib, man. Yeah. Of course. All right, yeah. It's a hot destination for we, a while. We did a lot of atrocities there. Um, so And still do. Uh, so then they start kind of just dating. Well, the, the well, they break so up. Her, her store closes down. Yes. Um, he breaks up with Parker Posey because right. the elevator is like, oh, you know, I saw my life, life flash before my eyes or right. whatever horse shit. Yeah. The, he's, still ta- he's still talking to her as NYC 152. You know, they're yes. still doing this yeah, email yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. And he winds up like he, he knows she's her the whole time. So he just shows up at her apartment one day with flowers and she like doesn't want him to be there but he kind of barges into her house this is terrifying man it is this is some fucking wait until dark without blind people <laughs> this is the rooftop killer stuff <laughs> exactly. that's exactly right because she she's like he he rings her her bottom bell which gets you into the building bottom bell the, there's a bottom bell and the top bell the bottom bell gets you oh, to the building. Well, so the, the building buzzer. Yeah, he you might want to start at the top bell and work your you know foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong bell, dude. Oops. He, he rings. He rings the building bell, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm sick. I don't want to see you." And then this woman lets him in, and he goes in. Absolutely. Which is like, yeah, it's a courtesy to stand outside the building when someone doesn't want you inside. Then he goes up to the top one and he rings the bell and she's like, oh man. And she opens the door, 
kind of to talk to him to tell him to leave, and he kind of just walks in. Walks right in. She's sick as a dog. Mm -hmm. She's in her bathrobe, and he's like, I'm sorry your fucking store closed well because of me, so here's some flowers I bought at the bodega. I mean, the flowers are lovely, but I don't know why you're wearing surgical gloves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here to talk to you about Huey Lewis in the news. (laughs) And she's like, you know, man, like I'm really sick, blah, blah, blah. And she even says it really pointedly at one point in this scene, can you please leave? Yes. Yeah. And he's like, well, anyway, the other thing about this. Because he's too busy casually making a pot of tea and lying to her. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so fucked up because like the scene, when this scene ends, where everybody's at is she's in bed because she has stated she's fucking very ill. Yes. And she wants to lie down, so she's in bed. He's sitting on the side of the bed. Like, dude. And then I don't remember what the situation is exactly. Oh, man. But he puts his hand on her face. Like, she's about to say something, and he's like, just shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't say it. I'm the rooftop killer. Because <laughs> he business dominated her. So he's earned oh, that's this. that's true. That's true. I'm going to move on her like a bitch. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's gross, man. Like, leave this apartment and certainly don't follow her into bed if she's not inviting you. Well, it's, it's hard to not follow somebody into bed, what with it being a studio apartment. That's true. <laughs> that's the problem. But don't put your fingers on lips, man. No, man. Get yeah, those no, no, no. fingers away from but there. He's, but he's specific. And again, like, I'm like, oh, this is the end of the movie where he tells her everything. No, he doesn't. What he's doing now is what we call the long crazy game, <laughs> which is like, which Eric kind of alluded to before. And this is when he starts actively, mm-hmm. each one starts making fun of the other guy. It's like, it's that kind of weird power move you'll see with Superman sometimes where like, oh, that Clark Kent, what a pussy. And then, <laughs> and then like Clark Kent will be like, you like Superman, that fucking hunky piece of shit. And it's like, dude, are you nuts right now or what? <laughs> like, it's, you're the same guy. <laughs> He it, saved the planet for the 73rd time last week. It's like, oh, that's Superman. He's a fucking loser. And then it's like, Clark Kent, he's a pussy. And it's like, oh, my God, you're just talking to yourself right now. It's like Crypto is like. <laughs> I don't have to be here right now, huh? Uh, and then it's weird because he uses this like playing himself against himself yeah. to like fake date her. Yeah. Because then it starts being like, whoops, we ran into each other. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Dude. It, it should be revealed that like he hacked this guy's email. And yes. he just had read them all. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know? And like... It was a big scheme by this evil Joe Fox. <laughs> yeah, dude, he should fucking go down at the end of this movie. He should be arrested by Sipowitz. He really <laughs> should be. Because, like, the, yeah, and he's like, oh, wow, NYC 152. What's a 152? Is that how many moles he's gotten removed or oh, what? Right, I'm wearing yeah. a ripped t shirt in 1998. Wow, we're talking bad about people who had moles removed? <laughs> I, I guess oh, so. Lord. He's also making fun of Joni fucking Mitchell. Mm hmm. And she Fuck was him. saying, like, oh, he's probably, like, super fat or something. Yeah, There's yeah. one of those lines in there. Yeah, he's know. like, oh, yeah, he, he's probably so fucking fat he had to be ripped out of his fucking apartment with a crane. And then in his, <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah, he's going to be that fat, mm-hmm. my 600-pound life. Yeah. And then in his head, like, he's chuckling because mm-hmm. he's like, little does she know, 152 is the address of my super sweet fucking rich guy building. Oh, my God, what a maniac. <sighs> What a maniac. It's terrifying. And what's 
unfortunate about it for like the structure of this movie is like at that bed scene the movie's over with yeah like that, that should be the end of the movie that's just... at least at least right there then it's like your end of act two like confession everything's fucked up yeah and then you close everything up in the next like few minutes sure. instead this goes for another like 25 minutes Easily, with this yeah. fake dating and it's just it goes on and on and on and then like basically like he's like he as a, a, a corporeal person is like hey let's get lunch on on saturday and then he as an internet person is like do you want to meet me saturday at like 3 p.m at this park so they go they have a really nice lunch together and he does this thing where he's like I really wish you would forgive me for ruining your life. And she's like, yeah, no. And he's like, don't you think we could date each other? And she's like, yeah, it's, no. It's worse than it's that. Totally it's totally way than that, worse than that because he says, it would have been great if we had met and not had this thing uh-huh. because I would have proposed to you. Yes. Oh, immediately. Yep. Immediately. And then she just, and then she, it totally not sarcastically, right? Even though it's going to sound sarcastic because it's coming out of my mouth. And the way I use words, she just essentially is like, yeah, I know. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, she's totally like, oh, fuck, you're so right, Joe Fox. You're always right about everything. But, yeah, but there's no way to unfuck that that thing. You know, unfuck that chicken. Like, literally, the chicken Dude, that has been chicken fucked. is fucked to death. You ruined her business. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she had sent, not to mention the sentimentality uh, to it. That was her, her livelihood, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Like, Steve Zahn's out of a job now. And he's got to move to b- 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 Brooklyn. <laughs> well, no, he's oh, working. Oh, no, man. At Fox Books. Oh, now. that's right. And he is going to set. He's in charge of the. He actually has what Meg Ryan's job should be. Yes, he runs yes. the children's section, and they say you can't get a job in there, which is what three people, uh-huh. uh, t- unless you have a PhD in children's lit. How many of those are in the CD two? I think that's uh, just a, a, a slight peppering of sarcasm. <laughs> I don't think so. Have I you seen the said- people that work at these Barnes and Noble stores? <laughs> Come on. PhDs, give me a break. Not happening. You, also, can't, you can't work at a bookstore unless you got PhDs. <laughs> Honestly, though, you know, she might not have had to close this bookstore if she just called this staff down. You know what I mean? Like, That's sorry, Zon, get out. Here's my question. Is Gene Stapleton taking anything home? Yeah, that's a Or question. are you just a sad old volunteer? <laughs> well, she's worse. Which is worse. She's working the stock market, as as we hear. She's, she I'm bought just, Intel I'm, at six. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm just I'm working throwing there up. for books. For, I, I get paid in books. In it for the free books? Actually, that's not bad. If you don't have to worry about money, getting paid in oh, books. Oh, yeah. If you, if you can capitalize on someone's yeah. dementia, go for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're like 80 years <laughs> old and you're just getting paid in children's books oh wait that's so, fucking great that's so you're capitalizing thing. on her dementia so you're not actually paying her in books you're paying her in like grocery store flyers <laughs> yeah. here's another book gene stapleton that's actually how they pay walmart greeters that's actually true yeah. here you go you old sad fuck who couldn't yeah. afford to retire here you go coupon for q-tips get fucked roll isn't back it, monday isn't it cute that e-trade commercial where it's like isn't it amazing how no one's gonna retire don't you don't want to be one of these sad <laughs> old fucks oh man it is crazy how we make a fucking huge socially economic disaster look cute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's adorable it's, it so is, fun. it's pretty it's gonna and be it's, great to die at my I, desk and it's actually gonna be fun it's it's gonna be fun and romantic eventually. i just gotta follow that little green line or whatever the else <laughs> fuck those commercials tell me to do jesus christ we're screwed so um he's she's like i really have to meet this other guy and he's like 
well okay and then she he she leaves and he he's told him he's told her the name of his dog which is brinkley um and like she's in the dog park waiting for him and he's and you, you hear you see the dog first and it's barking he's like brinkley brinkley <laughs> and he comes around the corner and it's tom hanks and she does this meg ryan cycle of emotions in her face yeah where it's like fuck this guy oh wait it's that guy i like Oh my God! What and like she just hey, kind dog. of goes through all this stuff, <laughs> and somewhere over the rainbow is playing in oh. the back, man. Now, which version was it though? It's I don't I don't think it's the original. No, but I mean, thank God it wasn't that one with the ukulele. Was oh, that no, we're no, not no, at, no, no, we're not at a bad wedding. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, here's the thing: this movie. While not being longer than Star Wars, but longer than Raiders, <laughs> right in that sweet spot. Uh-huh. At this point, I mean, you've already fucking wasted my night. Sure. Make it just a little bit longer, because what we need here is the initial, please go fuck yourself yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then maybe like a six months later thing, and then they like bump into each other. Maybe it's at a Starbucks. If there was ever a movie that needed a she's all that moment, it's all, ooh, I was a bet. And then like they break up, and then they don't. You know what yes, I mean? Like it's that's, insane that she it, just sees this dude who she just saw, and is like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Because credits are coming in 30 seconds, so she has one, she has like 10 seconds to say, you know, I wished it was you the whole time. And no, like, you did effing shit, No lady. fucking way. Are you kidding me? You were wishing it was Army Hammer like everybody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and you know it's not Army Hammer, but still. Meanwhile, you cut back to the fucking Upper West Side 79th Street Basin, man, and Dabney Coleman is covering himself in gasoline and lighting that boat on fire. <laughs> That's the fucking deleted scene I want to see. The He's cops get- are coming! Exactly, dude. Fox Books is going under. That'd be great. That would actually be awesome. Dabney Coleman cocks it up so bad, the whole thing goes under, and Tom Hanks is just a fucking measly old regular person. Oh, man. Yeah, and he goes to jail forever. <laughs> well, I mean- all, the, all the financial crimes are pinned on the sun. I mean, like, he doesn't ever redeem what he does to her. Like, no. no. And it's, it's never not- addressed. Well, because you know what? It's a power move, and he saw the Godfather. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, they're just going to the mattresses, literally and figuratively. It's the 90s version of a thirst trap. Heavy trap, less thirst. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird. Like, the movie needs to, like, like they kind of say that, oh, she's writing now, and she has this thing of, like, you know, I never read a, wouldn't have read, <sighs> would have wrote this book if not for my fucking store going under and, like, you know, all this turmoil. I'm finally writing this children's book. All I had to do is disintegrate the relationship with a pretty good dude that I was with and lose my family business that's been in, uh, with me for decades. So it was good. It was a good thing. All this, the, the the corporate takeover of everything, it's awesome. You know what? Here's the thing, though. If the book that she writes is like Harry Potter level successful, that's it, it would be totally worth it. Sure. It, it should, would be. It should be a manifesto. Yeah, I think so. Recycling is fake. I don't, I'm, I mean, I love you, but I don't know if we could put this in Fox Books. Co- wait, composting is fake? <laughs> that, that doesn't even make sense. What the fuck? <laughs> wait, this fold out part, is this how to make a rifle? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did Soap you just gun. declare war on the ATF in this book? <laughs> I mean, the illustrations are great, but weird. <laughs> is that supposed to be Jesus or you? <laughs> Both? Now, tell me, is this uh, how to make your favorite poison section? Is this all correct? <laughs> Wait, you've been feeding me those mushrooms? <laughs> what? And then we just we somehow we just go to credits. Mm-hmm. This oh, it's movie a qu- is it's a quick one. It's allowed to end like mm-hmm. that. It's 
fucking outrageous. What about the other six lady he's he's running this scam on? That's my question. Oh, that is a great right. question because he's a dude in a chat room. He's got tons of shop girls. Exactly. Mm, shop some, girl. some of them bite, some of them don't. Oh, you know, I see. Know, like he's oh, just he's putting the fucking game. the bait out in the water, man. See what bites. He's pro- well, he's probably got like some lady in California he's going for. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. That's green, the sequel. green lady one two nine or something. Green lady. <laughs> Uh, we've all who hasn't been seduced by the green lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm gonna be seduced by her as soon as you fuckers get out of oh, my house. Oh, you know what? The screen name was Green Lady 420. Actually. Oh, oh right. That's, That's exactly. Right. That's exactly what it is. I always like getting high in the mornings. <laughs> <laughs> New York is waking up. <laughs> oh, you bet it is. <laughs> There's uh, something about waking baking in the fall. <laughs> If if I if I knew your name and address, I would send you a box full of shake. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for your dry shake. Oh man. And that's that's the end of the movie. Here's the thing that's fucked up. I waited till the credits were finished. No stinger? I didn't think I was not on Stinger Patrol. Thanos didn't log in. What I was assuming I would get is Credits are totally finished. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Goodbye. Oh, right. How do you fuck that up? How about a door slam? Kachunk. Give me the kachunk. I need the kachunk, dude. (laughs) Goodbye, kachunk. Either (laughs) would be great. At the end of every scene in this movie, I could have gone gone for a goodbye kachunk. Or like all through the credits, there's a little animated version of the AOL running yellow guy. Mm -hmm. Just for fun. For fucking fun. And it's like that little figure is like jerking off. And it's like, (laughs) hey, get a computer. At this point, I've given up on fun in this movie. I've just fucking abandoned ship. (laughs) You know what they never discuss in this movie, which I feel like, you know, you're fucking talking to each other on AOL and whatnot, and it's 1998. You got to be talking about all the hip channels that you're checking out. Oh, sure. Are you on that weather channel? Are you on the sports channel or the entertainment channel? What message board are you on? Like an actual message board. Hey, I could get headline news on this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Talk more about the AOL interface. Ooh, you want to hear about the scores of the games that happened yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) Or the schedule of the games happening tomorrow? (laughs) All the games. Clinton's transportation bill is making its way through Congress. (laughs) And that's all we have to tell you. You know the sad AOL interface thing that's burned in my brain? I remember logging onto AOL, and right there at the front page was fucking America Online told me that Phil Hartman died. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, fuck you, AOL. (laughs) God damn you. I'm moving over to Netscape. Did they tell you two days after it actually happened? (laughs) No, I think it was pretty over the minute. Did you click on it and it said, goodbye, (laughs) ka-chunk? I got kachunked right out of there, man. You got kachunked right out of this mortal coil. Uh, so that's You've Got Mail. Would anybody recommend this movie? I think it's a pretty solid hangover movie. I mean, this thing takes fucking forever. Uh, <laughs> nobody really raises a voice. The stakes are incredibly low. Oh, they sure are. Like, if you're getting Texas drunk like I will be in uh, exactly three weeks, <laughs> uh-huh. that this is where you kind of want to be. 
Uh, no. Um, this is a really disgusting movie, I think. There's yeah. somebody somebody responded to that picture uh, of you with the VHS of You've Got Mail. They were like, what a disgusting picture. And that VHS <laughs> cover is terrible, too. They said something about, like, they some uh, professor did a class on this. Oh, right. And I'm like, yeah, you could do a whole fucking semester what? on this. Profe- on cat, the origins of catfishing? Professor Moriarty did a whole <laughs> class on this movie. Uh, but no, don't watch it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm with Chris here. I I really did. I didn't enjoy it. This was actually my first time seeing this movie. Wow! wow. Congratulations. Well, oh, thank you. Hey, that's <laughs> terrific. <laughs> Keep it at one. Happy birthday. I'd like to. T- <laughs> I'd like to thank the chat room. Um, <laughs> new name for this podcast, I think. The chat oh, room. Like the chat room. <laughs> ASL and uh, all that. Um, no, I wouldn't recommend it. I, I did not enjoy this. Uh, I will recommend this movie. Uh, it's an innocuous hangover movie. You can sit through it and just look at it. Look at pretty Tom Hanks, pretty Greg Kinnear, pretty Meg Ryan. This might be the pretty bra- Gene Stapleton. Pretty Parker Posey. This could be the brownest movie in the history of existence. What? There is so much earth tones on everybody and everywhere. It's the late 90s, man. We love dressing like trees. Dude, <laughs> man, bring it back. I am team earth tones. Okay. Oh, really? Yes. You sit there in a fucking black t-shirt and a black pair of jeans and a black pair of shoes wow. with a we... black fucking headset on. <laughs> yeah, but I do have a brown coat at home. I want to bring it. I'll bring <laughs> Wait, it in soon. But do you also have a black hat Cadillac? <laughs> no, but I do. This boy a... is a time bomb. <laughs> oh, you took it from me. I'm sorry. Oh, well, Ruby Sohoed all that. <laughs> That's You've Got Mail from 1998, directed by Nora Ephron. We certainly hope you have yourselves a nice Valentine's Day tomorrow. Uh, for more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com. Find us and a bevy of other funny shows over at HeadGum. Uh, if you want a whole other episode this oh, month, right. Oh, right. you should do what Eric told you to do, which is go on to our Patreon and get our episode on Man of Steel. That's right. The first Zack Snyder Superman abomination. As well as uh, Will Smith's bright orc joint called Bright. Right. Yes. And to check that out, just go to AOL.com. <laughs> Patreon.com. Keyword, we hate movies. <laughs> Keywords, wow. Patreon.com slash we hate movies. And I do want to mention that also when you contribute, you yes. will also unlock, I think there's like 17 episodes of Animation Damnation at least right there that's for wild. you to instantly binge on. And that's at the $5 level. If you go up to the $8 level, you'll get 17 episodes of Nexus and a bunch of great commentaries on movies like Taken and the Twilight movies and other stuff too. Or- like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We are at WHM Podcast and of course write into that mailbag We all hate movies at gmail.com. Oh I forgot in uh, in two days time on February the 15th no one's listening right now but on February 15th <laughs> at 7pm on Facebook Live we will be drawing your listener request month request. Right. That is correct. Oh wait now I'm being handed another news briefing. Uh oh. We have a T Public store you should check out. We there got some go. merch. There's a new Coma Cat t shirt if you like the hard to kill episodes right there for you. Totally. And Coma Cat t shirt was, of course, designed by our good friend Philippe Sobrero. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's that's going to do it for this week. Now, what's up next on We Hate Movies? Uh, we're staying in the romance zone, I think. Are Is that we? what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> it is a movie. It is, uh, a, the next a, episode is going to be all of us making out. Yes. Oh, cool. A lot of smacking. Kissing um, vids. It is a Jim Belushi erotic thriller. Oh, my boner's calling. Traces of Red. Ooh, Traces of Red. Now, this is not the one... 
Is it or is it not the one with him and Linda Hamilton where he gets the shit beat out of him hilariously? I think this is, yeah. Is it? Because that there no, might be wait, multiples that of that. That might be separate lives. I think that's separate, oh, separate lives. lives but that is an, an additional Jim Belushi erotic thriller. Either Either way, she's also his, his wife and fucking Mr. Destiny. Did they have this thing for a while now? Oh, we were like here, Bird and Tracy. <laughs> oh, he wishes. Jim's rib. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Until next time with Jim's Rib, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Goodbye, Kachunk. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>